I'm Robin Shannon, and this is Fordham Conversations. On today's show, I talk with two people associated with Edge for Vets. The organization helps veterans translate their military strengths into tools for a job, career, and a successful life. Tom Murphy is founder of Edge for Vets and director of the Human Resiliency Institute at Fordham. It's housed in the Gabelli School of Business. Also joining us is Dawn Jolly, who's a Navy veteran and entrepreneur. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, Tom, how did Edge for Vets get started? Well, you know, look at the numbers, Robin. 2.3 million soldiers went overseas after 9-11 since 2001 to uh, serve in the military. And they're coming back in waves now and uh, coming into into the schools in great numbers. For example, Fordham. As one example, um, after the post-9/11 GI Bill in in uh, August of 2009, jumped from 50 vets up to more than 400 vets. So that's typical of all of the the, the schools. And what I did is I looked out and I saw that there was a need once the vets were in school to prepare them for the workplace, so that following school they could segue right into the workplace with a job, which is what their interest is. So I created Edge for Vets uh, as a system to prepare veterans for the workplace by translating their military skills into tools for civilian success. And then the second part of Edge for Vets is we connect them to job opportunities at our partner companies. And Dawn, how did you get involved? I was a student at Fordham at the time studying business and psychology, and I heard of the Edge for Vets program, and I met with Tom. I saw his vision for success. And I knew I wanted to be a part of that. So I joined on forces with him and been working together ever since. And give me a little of your background, Dawn. So I was in the Navy from 2001 until 2003. I was in operations and administrative support. And then I went into the reserves for six years. And after that, I've held numerous positions throughout the country, started a few of my own businesses, uh, which is what I'm currently doing today. And can you describe how you felt after you returned home after service? It was a tough transition. I think it is for most people. Um, I think I'm fortunate in that I always landed myself in a good situation. I made great connections wherever I went, and I had the confidence to succeed in whatever I set my mind to. But finding what I wanted to set my mind to was my greatest struggle. And through my work through Edge for Vets and and meeting with mentors from all the businesses that were supporting the program, it really helped me clarify the vision I wanted for my own life. Tom, is this something that's sort of usual when it comes to the struggles of veterans looking for employment? Yeah, well, I think Don said it well, Robin. The transition from anything to anything else is always uh, difficult. But I think the transition that veterans have especially young veterans that are that are in school now, they've served overseas two years, five years, whatever. Um, transition is, is, is particularly challenging because, uh, we call it in the, in the Edge of Vets course, going from we to I. And what I mean by that is that during somebody's 10 years in the military, everything is about team, everything is about sublimating self for the common good, et cetera, necessarily so. But then after two years of that, five years of that, suddenly you're back in civilian life as a, as a young vet. Uh, you have to prospect and get yourself a job, and you have to prepare for a job. And that's where the Edge for Vets program comes in to support the challenges that these vets are having, moving from we to I, which is, for veterans, a particular kind of transition challenge. Tom, do you find a lot of veterans sometimes have a challenge of understanding how to 
ha- use the skills that they have formed in the military into civilian life. Like they don't even recognize how their skills can be translated. That's a great, great, great question. And the nice thing is, you know, because our institute is in the Gavelli School of Business, we have access to business professors who, et cetera, who do research for us tied into Ed Trevets on this. And we have found through this research that um, it's not that veterans don't know they're good at something. They were in the military again, two years, five years, however long. The, the concern is, am I ever going to be able to use my skills to get the life that I want? So what we do in Ed Trevets is help them get clarity on the vision, what, what they want to do, the kind of work that they want to do, then help them go back and identify based on what they did, what duties they had, what they got good at in the military carrying out those duties, and that's their skill. So then you get it clear about what your skill is, get clear about what you want, then Ed Trevets, with the support of business mentors sitting in the workshops, help the vets match their skills to what they want to get the job that they want. So that's the process. So Dawn, was that your experience? That was part of my experience, definitely so. Uh, Again, having the opportunity to meet with mentors personally and knowing that it was open-ended and you can just speak freely and really gain a different perspective of yourself, um, that's really key in identifying the tools you need for success and in having those business relationships and making the right connections that helps push people along, you know, on their progress in the path. So help me understand your experience. You're a Fordham graduate. Mm-hmm. You graduated college. And then what happened next? So I graduated school. Um, when I was done at Fordham, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and studied wellness in the form of nutrition and in yoga. And I started my own business in the wellness industry um, teaching yoga classes, uh, one-on-one nutrition courses, and offering demos at places such as Whole Foods and Fairway, and making those connections because that's something I'm personally passionate about. From there, through the Edge for Vets program, I met with business mentors at Pfizer, and I started um, an administrative operations position there. And I was there for two years And that was a nice stepping stone for me to launch back into my own business, which is where I find that I'm most comfortable. Um, I serve myself well and my clients well. How did you decide what branch of service to go into? I was 16 when I decided I wanted to join the military. I was looking for new experiences. I knew I wanted to attend college at a later date and wanted to gain some more uh, expertise and experience under my belt before I decided what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So I went down to the Army recruiting office first. Uh, My brother was actually in the Army, and I thought that maybe I would want to join him. And after I learned, after taking my ASVAB and and having a high placement. What's an ASVAB? ASVAB is the test that you take, similar to a GMAT or an LSAT test, um, to guarantee you placement in a certain position within the military, and it gives you a breadth of opportunities to choose from and what and what you'd like to be doing. With so they were the matching. Service. So once you had the, you took the test, that would help them match your skills with what they needed in the military. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And looking at the locations that I would be offered my first duty command, um, I wasn't so interested in moving to Texas, so I politely declined. <laughs> Is it the heat? <laughs> It's the heat, um, and I would have been stationed in the same base with my brother, and I wanted to get out and do my own thing, so I've always had that mentality. Um, So I went down to the Navy office and instantly had a great rapport with all the recruiters that were working there at the station at the time, 
it was conveniently located right down the block from my high school. So I would pop in and actually began recruiting for the Navy before I was actually in. Um, I recruited seven other individuals to join when I... Wait, so before you even were solidly in the Navy, you were like, hey, join me. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's motivating. A good friend of mine um, who is now a Navy vet as well and... And I convinced him to join on with me and then six other people I knew, you know, from this part of the neighborhood in the Bronx. And we all joined in at the same time that automatically bumped me up to a higher enlisted position because most people go in as an E1. So I was fortunate enough to go in as an E3. And that set the path for my brief Navy career. And did you know you wanted to go into nutrition then or were you still sort of trying to figure everything out? No, I honestly didn't have a clue. And nutrition became a passion of mine when I had my first child. Mm -hmm. That's when that changed. And that was a path that I started about 14 years ago and have never turned back. And that's really paved the way for a lot of my success so far. Why did you know you needed Edge for Vets? Because I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And that still changes for me from time to time. I have a lot of different interests. And I love the, the lifestyle that entrepreneurship provides for me and my family. I love the flexibility and and being able to do what it is that serves me and the people around me. But I wasn't sure how to make a living at that. So I was, you know, I had my hands in many pots, as I still do, but I didn't have the focus that I needed previously. And again, meeting with other vets who were struggling and in a far worse of position than I was, not sure what they wanted to do with their lives and really not having any clue how to go about things. Um, hearing that story over and over and over again, and then listening to Tom and his vision of success and what that could look like and and shape the way for people's lives, that was something I knew I wanted to be a part of. So, Tom, what did you say to inspire her? Well, you know, Dawn, I think, said it. She didn't have a clue. I mean, and very often we find the vets come into Edge for Vets without knowing. They know they're good at something, um, and you could hear it in Dawn's story. I think it was very instructive that she's got, you know, as you say, enormous talent. So it's there. She knows she just doesn't know how she wants to apply it, how she, want, how she wants to use it. So um, what we do in the, in the program is step one, get clear about your vision, the kind of work that you want to do. Then look at what duties you had in the military and what you got good at carrying them out. Then we help them match. Once they jump started, once they have that sense of, you know, yeah, these these things I did in the military, and, and Dawn can talk about it, you know, her, her strengths, you know, be it work ethic, be it, you know, Discipline. I mean, you could hear her in her telling about, you know, how she carries out her work now. There's this strong work ethic in there. There's a strong sense of, of persistence. There's a strong sense of, uh, of, of dedication to the goal that she sets for herself. It's all in there. And those, I remember in, in the workshop, Dawn talking about how she learned those things in the military. Those were, those were the skills. But very often the vets aren't going to have clarity on how they can apply those. So we bring in business mentors, folks from our partner companies who sit in during that process of translation with the vet. And it's that 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 twofer, if you will, the instruction that takes the vets through the translation process, but they have these business mentors who are out in the workforce serving as sounding boards for them. What we find is it speeds the process of job readiness so that once Dawn and the others finish Edge for Vets, now they have clarity on, ah, this is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do, and then we connect them, and off they go. And you can see, you know, with with Dawn, how enormously successful she is. She's got a range of interests. So why pigeon herself into one thing? And she could talk to it, but I'm 
I'm sure that's what, you know, was part of her process in Ed Trivet's getting clear about, hey, wait a minute, I have a lot of interests here. Why don't I be an entrepreneur? So, Tom, I need you to explain how the program works. Yeah, let me let me first say, well, the program works because we recruit companies that participate in the program and send their employees to the workshops as mentors. And those companies pay a subscription fee to get into. That's how we're, we're funded. It's a self-sustaining. So the more companies we can bring in, the more workshops we can offer, the more vets we can prepare and connect. So the model, the business model, is that the companies uh, uh, subscribe, send, send their mentors, um, and then the value proposition for the companies is they then get to hire the job-ready vets after Ed Trevetz has, has um, helped the vets get this clarity and this confidence in their skills. So is this a situation where because you are uh, in relationships with these companies, you know what they want so you can pinpoint, well, you know, we see that marketing is looking for these type of skills or, you know, nutrition is, is looking for these type of skills and you can sort of explain that in the workshops, is that how it works? Well, precisely, and and what we for the from the vet's point of view, what we try to do is create a whole smorgasbord of opportunities, so that you've got um, employers. We create an employer network, if you will, and we and we bring in employers from a range of different industries. Be it as Dawn said with Pfizer, Pharma is one of our sponsors. Pfizer's a sponsor. You've got Standard Charter Bank. You got Deutsche Bank. You got McGarry on the on the finance finance side. Um, CBS on the media side. But then we put together a partnership with Airports Council International, which represents all the airports in the country. Uh, they have named Ed Trevets as the official vehicle to source vets into airport jobs. Are there any career paths that you think might not fit someone with a military background? Absolutely not. I mean, no? not, well, world is broad, and you know, and, and, and in the workshop, I'm very clear about it. I say we're giving you Ed Trevets preparation for a job, but we don't want it to end there. And I don't want you know the job you get to be some like fill-in-the-gap job. I want you to use Ed Trevets to really get clear about what you want in life. We're going to help you get clear about your skills as your asset that you can use. Take this chance to you know get mentors here who are going to support you. Get really clear about what your driver in life is. And to your point, Robin, um, a lot of people pigeonhole vets into certain f- funnels be it um, the police or security, for instance. But it's really just like anybody else. A veteran is is a human, of course, just like anyone else. And we all have different experiences and different interests and different ranges of education. What were some of the growing pains that Edge for Vets went through as this program grew and got more popular? Um, We started with a group of 20 vets. Dawn was in the the initial class in 2011 at Fordham. 20 vets started, and we just put out word. Uh, From there, then word of mouth spread because the vets were getting hired, getting internships, getting jobs, that we have schools throughout New York City that now source their vets into Edge Vets, and we put together a formal partnership with the CUNY system, which has 24 schools, and now CUNY vets are source, CUNY sourcing their vets from those 24 schools into our, into our workshops. Off of that, um, a fellow named Mike Dunford, who headed up um, uh, Human Resources at Covidian in Massachusetts, brought the program up there to prep vets for, for jobs in, in a dozen um, industry, a dozen companies led by Life Sciences, and then Carnival brought us down to Miami to use the program to prep vets for jobs in the cruise and the hospitality industry. So you can see off of that initial start at Fordham, 
it, it's growing. Um, I guess the challenges are getting getting the vets to come, getting getting the vets to, to, to realize that if you invest some time in yourself, this program will help you get that platform for the job, the career, and the life. So can you, either of you give me an example of a military term used to describe a skill or a value that was translated into a civilian term that was like, oh, okay, I get it now. They mean the same thing. It's just in different places you have different languages. Sure. There there are so many examples to choose from. Attention to detail happens to be one that most employers are really looking for. Who doesn't want someone who pays attention to detail? Um, and that's a huge, huge expected trait of you in the military, regardless of what your job position is. That's essential that you have that feature. And employers are looking for that. And just thinking back as to when you're in the military and what you did on a day-to-day basis, most people don't really think, well, I had attention to detail and I was extremely resilient. And people don't really think back to that because that's just a part of the package. That's what's expected of you and that's just what you do every day. But when you're bringing that to the table for an employer, that's huge. Not everybody else has that type of experience that people in the military almost always have. You know, and, and, and even let's monetize that because a lot of times the vets come in and you know, in the military, you're not encouraged to talk, talk about yourself and, and what you're good at. Again, because it's we to I, you had to sublimate self, necessarily so, to the mission. But, you know, now you're in a job interview, you have to be able to go in and, and say, this is what I did, and this is what I got good at, and this is what I can do for you in the company. This is Fordham Conversations on 90.7 WFUV. I'm Robin Shannon. I'm in the studio with Tom Murphy, founder of Edge for Vets and director of the Human Resiliency Institute at Fordham University. Also here is Dawn Jolly, a Navy vet and entrepreneur. They're discussing Edge for Vets, an organization that helps veterans translate their military strengths into tools for a job, career, and a successful life. So, Tom, I know that there's a, a program to promote the success of, of Edge for Vets, and there's a song that uh, goes along with this. So I want you to tell me a little bit about um, the promotions part, but first I'd like to hear the song. So what is the song, Tom? What's the name of the song? The song is Edge for Vets, Let's Get Our Vets a Job Today. Come on, America, what Let's get our vets a job today. Let's get our vets a job today. So explain what we just heard. Well, I mean, anybody listening to the program could see, you know, how outstanding Dawn is and how enormously proud we are of, of, of Dawn for what she's doing and, and other vets who've, who've been through Edge Vets. So what we want to do now is say, that this generation of, of, of vets, Dawn and, and, her, and her colleagues, those 2.3 million that have gone overseas since 2001 are coming back now. Because of these values and skills they developed in the military, they can be the leaders of their generation. And so what we did is we created a song. I did the lyrics and went to the Bogman, a great New York group, and they, they put it into a tune that is a call to action to companies saying, we've got all these vets that, with these enormous skills, we're putting them in the Edge for Vets workshop, but what we need you to do now is to offer them job opportunities and, and hire a vet. So the song is our 
call to action, to uh, call attention to the fact that, you know, veteran unemployment still is higher than the national average, coming down, but still remains higher, especially for female vets, okay? And so we want, we want employers to know that, but we also want to use the, the song as a, as a way to promote the success of our vets who've taken the program and are now out there in the workforce using those military skills to succeed personally and professionally. What do you consider the most important priority for this new generation of veterans? Can you narrow what's important down to like one or two things? Uh, we all know the state of the country. I mean, you know, we all know the state of the economy. These young vets were given enormous responsibility. They inculcated enormous uh, values that can have great value for employers out there. Dawn, what do you think? I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Tom has an excellent point. Um, and the opportunity is huge. The opportunity is absolutely huge. Again, whether people are starting their own companies, they're going into corporate, they're going into nonprofit work, regardless of how op the opportunities are presented and how vets choose to engage themselves, making those opportunities more readily available by veterans knowing that, number one, they exist, number two, being able to stand up and speak in confidence as to what their values and their skills are, and more importantly, knowing what they want for themselves, for their families, and for their life. So keyword, opportunity. Absolutely. Now, what does Edge for Vets do when they come across a veteran who may need other types of services than getting a job, maybe housing? Or are you connected with other organizations to sort of help out? Absolutely. Uh, we do a, a very specific thing. We're the missing link, if you will. Um, you know, if a job fair is not effective for you, we're, we could give you the prep before that connection. And, and so we target that as our work. But then once we get the vet moving forward, we then will hand off the baton to the career center at the school so that they can take their notes from Ed Trevets and work on their resume. In the case of housing or, or other kinds of support, we put together a partnership with Goodwill Industries in New York, which has a program called Operation Good Jobs that will provide personal hands-on support for um, that housing, legal, legal aid, et cetera, so that Edgevets is not looking to reinvent the wheel. We're a jump-starting agent, if you will, and then we hand off to others who can pick up the up the baton. In New York, it's Goodwill Industries. Um, in in South Florida, it's Mission United. In in Boston, it's Home Base that provides those kinds of of counseling for vets that that need need that kind of personal help after Edgevets. And we also have affiliates at the Department of Veteran Affairs that remind vets of the benefits available to them, whether it's for mental health or medical or dental benefits that are available to them. So let's shift gears for a moment now. Tom, you wrote a book called Reclaiming the Sky that ultimately inspired you to create the Edge for Vets organization. So tell me about the book and what made you decide to write it? Well, that's a good question. I mean, um, I, I, I referred earlier that I've got experience. My career, if you will, for 25 years was developing resiliency training programs and mostly for uh, the aviation industry, teaching workers at airports how to deal with the stresses of working at, a, at an airport, how to be resilient and, and how to tap your strengths to do that. And um, on 9-11, you know, my office was in the North Tower when I worked with Port Authority. I was supposed to be in the building that day. Uh, whole people I trained in Boston were on the planes. I mean, there's a whole, it, it, it's, the sense of loss for everybody in the country was enormous. 
for me, I had no idea how, how does anybody recover from the enormity of, of all that loss. So what I did to find the secret to recovery after enormous loss is I went back to my colleagues. I had 25 years working in aviation. Went back to my aviation colleagues in Boston, New York, and Washington. For example, the flight attendant, colleagues of the crew that was that hit the Pentagon, my friends up in Boston where the planes left from. And, and I interviewed them to find out what is the secret to re- recovery. And what I learned from them, they didn't know each other. I knew them all. And, and so I profiled about oh, 20 folks in those three cities. And they didn't know each other, but the theme was all the same. Anybody who was finding a purpose, some way to, uh, I call it moving forward by doing for others, some way to take their energy out from them. And instead of focusing on me and my loss and poor, they, they said, what can I do? And so I wrote it as, as a book, Reclaiming the Sky, those profiles, Taking Back Hope. And then when I saw these enormous, the enormous sacrifice that these young vets, many inspired by 9-11, who um, went to fight the wars as a result of that, coming back now with enormous strengths, I have the, if you will, background to teach people how to identify their strengths, tap those strengths to then move forward. And I applied them into, as we talked about, a course, workshop series called Resiliency Edge for Vets, short Edge for Vets. But the principles, resiliency principles in the Edge for Vets program come from the stories of the 9-11 heroes I profiled. So I learned resiliency from them and I put it into the curriculum for the Ed Trevets course. Do you have a story from your book that you can share? Well, I mean, it, it you know I had I had so many wonderful colleagues that that were directly in the middle of it. For example, one of the young ladies for United Airlines that I trained in Boston, her mom put her on on one of the planes in Boston that morning. So I knew the daughter, and didn't know the mom, but went back and profiled the mom who just was exhibiting this this principle. She, rather than thinking about her loss, she was out that same night of 9-11 comforting other parents who had lost their siblings or their, you know, their children. And by focusing on what we could do for somebody else, that moves us forward. That then became the the theme of the book and, um, like I say, guides the Edge for Vets program. Hey, Dawn, have you read the book? I have read parts of the book, and um, Tom may not have shared this, but we have a book club starting up pretty soon. This is the 15th anniversary of 9-11. We're going to bring together uh, some of our vets, such as Dawn and others who've taken edge for vets and are out there in the workforce using their skills, their resiliency skills. They've identified their skills in the class, and now they're out using them, and bring them together with some of the uh, aviation workers that I profiled in the book the actual workers that, that you know, uh, are in Reclaiming the Sky that were the colleagues of the flight attendants who were the colleagues of um, the plane that hit, hit the Pentagon, et cetera. And they're going to come together and talk about the power of resiliency in life and how to tap your resiliency strengths to get the life that you want. And nobody's ever brought together the aviation heroes from 9-11 together with the vets, many of whom went into the service as a result of 9-11, nobody's ever brought them together to talk about, we, we took different paths to get here, but we got to the common uh, idea that resiliency, uh, we, we don't have to be victims in life. We can tap our strengths and move forward. And that's sure to be a powerful moment. I myself joined the military on 9-11, so that's... Um, Was that the, what motivated you to join? 
It actually is not. It coincided with that. Uh, I would have never kn- known, of course. But I had decided to join about a year and a half prior to that. But I was too young to leave, being that I was only 16 and I hadn't finished graduating from high school yet. So I stayed on board. I was staying at home working with the military office to recruit people into the Navy. And then after my time in the delayed entry program, DEP, then that's when I processed in. And it just so happened to be that same day. So this is for both uh, Dawn and Tom. What advice do you have for veterans trying to adjust to civilian life after serving? Any advice out there? Join Adventure Vets. Absolutely. Join the program. Learn as much as you can about yourself and get close to home. Figure out what it is you want for your life and start tapping into the, the resources to make that happen. You know, we have a, a picking up on that point, we have a, a a slogan, if you will. It's called uh, Vets, get in the game and we'll get you in the door for a job. Nobody can guarantee anybody a job. But if you, as Dawn says, if you'll take the time to invest in yourself, you know, let us help you get clear about what you want and what your skills and values are as your asset. You come to us for that. We'll, you know, we'll get you in the door for with an HR person for a job opportunity. But you got to get off the couch <laughs> and you got to get in the workshop, as Dawn says. And, and, and so that's our message. Get in the game. We'll get you in the door. And how do they find out more information about Edge for Vets? Where um, can they go? Yeah, the edgeforvets.org. And it's the number four. So it's edge, the number four, vets.org. You can also find us on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I'd like to thank my guests, Tom Murphy and Dawn Jolly. I'd also like to thank my producer, Kyle McKee. You can friend Fordham Conversations on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter, and you can catch up on shows you've missed with our weekly podcast. For WFUV's Fordham Conversations, I'm Robin Shannon.